good morning, everybody, and uh, especially good morning to our friends that are online with us today, and we're so grateful to see you. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with us in your Sunday morning. Maybe you're uh, having some breakfast, watching a little bit of online TV with Crossroads Church and Ministries, and uh, we're super glad that you're here with us. So whether you're here with us live uh, on YouTube, Facebook, CCM Online, or you're with us later on the week, uh, how grateful we are that you're with us and are spending some time with us in worship and learning together uh, about community and all the things that go with it. So welcome to our online friends, and uh, we say good morning to you. So, um, so today we are, we are talking about worship and um, spiritual gifts, worship. Today is kind of the last uh, official uh, week of our spiritual gifts series, even though last week, next week is going to be kind of a, a standalone. Uh, and uh, Pastor Claire, Pastor Scott, send you all their love and they'll be back with us next week. They've had uh, a couple weeks of uh, being able to refresh and recharge and also a lot of studying, lots of planning for the year to come. And But we'll, uh, we'll certainly be glad to see their faces here in the building with us next week. So, but this week we are continuing on, finish, kind of wrapping up our spiritual gifts series, and we're we're looking again out of Romans 12. And I know a few of us have kind of uh, reflected on this uh, a bit during the series. But I, uh, as I often do, I, I took us back to uh, the the message translation because I just love the richness and the fullness and kind of what happens. Uh, with Paul's words when we uh, just kind of amplify them and get to live in these words a little bit. And so here's the way that it says it here. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for God. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God, and you'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what God wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings out the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity within you. That's, yeah, that's a good thing. We, we could definitely use some of that God-formed maturity and love and grace and strength and love and maturity and love and grace and love and strength and love and all that stuff over and over and over again. Um, because we recognize that our, our lives, we don't learn something once and then we just have it. It, we're, we're growing in it. We're growing in our ability to, um, to see the goodness of God in our lives for this moment and the next moment and on and on and on. But the, the four main things that I want to talk about today in worship are uh, worship as it connects us vertically to God, us talking directly to God, giving God praise and thanks. Uh, worship as it encourages the community horizontally, meaning the way that we relate with one another, the way that we uh, respond to one another, the way that we encourage one another uh, in God's love. The way that worship transforms us individually and the way that worship transforms us as a community. Uh, and so today we'll be talking about the songs and the spiritual practices and everyday life that connects us 
vertically, horizontally, and transforms us individually and as a community. And when we think of worship, a lot of us first think of music. And of course, there's the pureness of that. When we worship together on Sunday mornings, we lift our hearts together. And as individuals, even in our cars, and we turn on music and we sing along, and we just uh, we, we desire for ourselves just to connect directly with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that's normal. Uh, and, but we also know that worship music is a major industry. And especially for artists and songwriters who come out of major churches, there might be money to be made for some of them and fame to be gained. But worship is so much more than that. Worship is ultimately about ascribing worth to God. It's us acknowledging the greatness, the wonder, the majesty, the beauty of God. And as we go deeper into our relationship with God, we recognize that it is, as Barbara Holmes says, it's all about a love supreme. We're connecting with a love that helps us to see our ties to the divine. We're in communion with a God that not only celebrates but also mourns, that rejoices and jumps and runs with us, but also cries and wallows and waits with us. God is not only a God of the bigness, but also of the difficulty and the pain to stand beside us, and God experiences that as we experience But as we begin and we think about this idea of worshiping as it connects us vertically to God, uh, and we talk about worshiping vertically, uh, we know that God is not literally up there, that if we go look in the right direction so many miles, it will find God. But yet, there's something within us that helps us to think about God not being right here with us, but being elevated and being amazing. And of course, we know that we can approach God, but we also know that we're not God. And we position ourselves as singing up to God. We decide uh, when we're talking about worshiping vertically, these are the things that we believe about God. And we pray and we develop spiritual practices that elevate God so that we can realize that there is a wonderful creator and that wonderful creator is not us. And even though we desire to take on the divine nature of Christ, we're not God. It helps us to remember that with all the pressures of the world, that God is for us. We don't have to take on that role. Worship is about following Christ. And to follow is bigger than simply singing. Worship truly is everything that we do in hopes of using our lives for the glory of God and the good of all creation. When you teach a child, when you care for the earth, when you heal a disagreement, when you create space for others to see God, you're participating in acts of worship. It's not just singing a song. But there's no doubt that musical worship, that spiritual practices are powerful tools in our worship of God and the transformation of our lives. Music has great emotional and formative power in our lives. And the styles of music that you like were formed at very emotional times in your lives. Studies show that women form their musical taste between 11 and 14 years, and men between the ages of 12 and 16. And it's the reason why to this day, three of my favorite albums were released in 1983. (laughs) And so we know that music can connect us to the deeper things in life, and to the most important parts of life, much like prayer and spiritual practices and service can. 
And again, Paul says in Romans uh, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. And so we begin, like we do most Sundays, with songs of vertical worship. We thank God, paying attention to the wonder of God and attempt to put aside all the outside things, all the outside noise, and proclaim our love for God. We participate in a conversation with God, filled with love, filled with curiosity, and filled with hope. And we make a decision to follow and be transformed by Christ. Uh, like I mentioned at the front, and just in case anybody wasn't here when, you, uh, when I uh, announced this, but on your table you'll see index cards and some pens and paper that you can either take notes on, or maybe you'll think of songs, prayers, or practices that have really helped you um, to take you to particular places in worship. Write them down along with what they mean to you, and we're going to be singing a couple more songs that give us the idea of vertical worship starting with Everlasting God, and then Till I See You, and Taneka will tell her story about that. But if you're able, let's stand and let's sing Everlasting God, lifting up the name of our Everlasting God, lifting up the strength that will rise within us when we say you are the Everlasting God. You do not faint. You won't grow weary. And Ron sings it to us now. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord, our God. You reign forever, our hope, our strong deliverer. You are the everlasting. the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Faith will rise. Faith will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Hope will rise. Hope will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Love will rise. Love will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord, we will wait 
discussing this as a team, and I don't know, maybe you even saw it. We posted on Facebook, and thank you for those that gave us responses. But we asked uh, Taneka, what does it mean to vertically worship God, to connect directly to God, and what are the songs that are most meaningful to you? And she mentioned this song, Till I See You. And Taneka, can you tell us a little bit about what makes this meaningful to you? Yeah, so, you know... Life is life, right? Sometimes you have life throwing stuff at you, and it's, you know, and sometimes it can get overwhelming. So it's like, how do I recenter myself? How do I bring myself back? You know, and it's like, you know, telling the self, you need to, let's recenter, right? And this song right here kind of helps me with that um, because it really gets me to thinking about what I was created for, right? God said we were created to worship. I'm not created to fret. I'm not created to worry. I'm not created to focus on the things that life might be taking me through. But I'm focusing on God and how do I recenter myself? And the song is saying, you know, I will live to love you because I'm supposed to live to love you, right? Even through the pain and then the sorrow and then the hurts and disappointments, you know, I will live to bring you praise because I am created to praise and worship even through the trouble, even through the storm. How do I recenter myself? And so, um, some music does that for me. Scripture does that for me. So you just find what that tool is that's going to help you recenter, so you don't focus on the things that you're not created to focus on. Right? Amen. The greatest love that anyone could ever know. That overcame the cross and grave to find my soul until I see you face to face and grace amazing takes me home I trust in you with all I am I live to see your kingdom come 
be seated. And so we begin, and you might notice that most Sundays we will begin with songs that we're singing directly to God, songs that are bringing God praise. And uh, thank you to the sound guys for putting up with me switching microphones midstream. I appreciate you as always. Um, And so we begin vertically, and then we move into worship as it encourages the community horizontally. And what we mean by that is just we can see everybody on this this lovely plane of cement floor covered in carpeting, and we are worshiping with each other, encouraging and teaching and uh, just being with people, recognizing that each person is coming with different things from the week, different, uh, different pains and different joys, and recognizing that there might be something that we can say in the midst of prayer and spiritual practices and worship that can lead others to the goodness and love of God. So it's all about interacting with each other. Uh, And again, if there's any songs that come to you that were either about worshiping vertically uh, or, again, we'll be talking about this now, this encouraging the community horizontally, worshiping horizontally. Uh, Verses 4 through 6 from chapter 12 uh, says, In this way, we're like various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of Christ's body. And so we're not talking about comparing ourselves with others or being something we're not. We're talking about being who we are in the body of Christ recognizing the part that we play. Not everybody is going to give the message. Not everybody is going to run lyrics. Not everybody is going to sing. Not everybody is going to do next steps. Um, Not everybody is going to teach kids. But all of us together are a part of worship. They're about following together. And so when we talk about this idea of horizontally, what we mean is connection outward to all humankind close by and far away. It's the kind of worship where we are encouraging one another about things of God. We're reminding each other of all the things that we know about God. And we sing to each other the things that we know about God to one another. And we pray for each other. And we tell each other stories of what has kept us alive and what has kept us in God. And so these are the things that give us strength. Because that's what we're here to do, is to encourage and strengthen and to love one another. And those are the things that keep us going in our lives that sometimes feel really messy and really difficult. But it's in worshiping with one another, worshiping horizontally, that we gain our strength. And so uh, we've we've got a couple uh, song stories that are actually from the the Livingston family. The one is Stacy's, and the second one is Ryan's. But um, I I I didn't want to jump uh, too far without saying that the first song that we did as we were moving in, uh, called "Chasing Me Down," that was uh, Matt Blossom's story and his song suggestion. And it, to him, that song is all about God pursuing us in a loving way. And we remind one another that God is pursuing us in a loving way to strengthen and to heal and so that we might respond to the things of God. 
So the, the first song that we have in this idea of, of worshiping horizontally that Stacy told us about is this song called Another in the Fire. And Stacy said that this song helps her to realize, Stacy's teaching the kids, by the way, so she's uh, definitely a part of this whole thing we call worship on a Sunday morning. This song helps me realize that no matter what I'm going through, even if I feel alone, or in a place where I can't speak about the hardships, I know that God is there with me. I'm not alone. God is in the fire with me. God is with me in the hardest, toughest places and times and helps me connect with God, lean into God during those times and keeps me focused on God more than the fire at that time. And as Stacy tells us her story, we are encouraged. And we're strengthened, and we recognize that God is with us in the fire of our own lives. And so we sing together, and again, this song, or this day is all about what makes you most comfortable in this interactive service. So if you'd like to stand with us and worship, you can. If you'd like to stay seated and just think about what God is doing and write down notes, you can do that. But this song, the song of horizontal worship, is called Another in the Fire. There's a grace when the heart is on the fire Another way when the walls are closing in And when I look at the space between Where I used to be and this reckoning I know I will never be was another in the fire standing next to me was another in the waters holding back the seas should I ever need reminding of how I've been set free there is a cross that bears the burden where another died for another in the fire
is another in the fire Standing next to me There is another in the waters Holding back the seas Should I ever need reminding How good you've been to me Count the joy from every battle Cause I know that's where you'll be Count the joy from every battle Cause I know that's where you'll be Count the joy from every battle Cause I know that's where you'll be And so the song that Ryan to encourage us was a song called Be Still and Know and even in the story that he told about the way that the, uh, by him being in the stillness was where he finds strength um, we were encouraged and that's the way that it happens horizontally and Ryan what would you, uh, tell us a little bit about the story of what this song means personally to you it seems as I get older I keep realizing that we all tend to be focused on our next biggest problem. Sorry, Matt. And I find myself always thinking, I can't wait until this is over through the hard times. Or I'll be happy when this is over. And I think a lot of us tend to do the same thing. And so when I do that, I I catch myself more and more reminding myself of the scripture that he is sufficient and that he is in that moment with me. And if I spend my entire life waiting for my next biggest problem to be over, it's, it's not going to be a, a life as well spent as it could have been. So this song, whenever I hear it, always really makes me uh, think of that. Even in this moment while I'm public speaking, I'm getting kind of nervous. They can just, his grace is sufficient, be still, know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God Be still and know that he is holy Be still or rest the soul and mind Bow before the Prince of Peace And let the noise and clamor cease Be still and know that He is God. Be still and know that He is faithful. Consider all that He has done. Stand in awe and be amazed. Know that God will never change.
brothers and sisters remind us of that you know we we can't always tell ourselves to be still we we sometimes we feel like there is just too much jittery vibration that's happening but when our brothers and sis, and sisters just say and remind us be still be still. God is still God. God is still loving. God still wants to strengthen you, and God still wants to uh, to just do things in your life that you can't even imagine yet. And so how good it is to have somebody like Ryan who admits to being nervous to say that so that we can receive it when we're feeling nervous and jittery about something that's happening in our lives. So it's the goodness of worship horizontally. It's the goodness of worship together. And so when we get past that, we begin to see the different tools that we have within worship. And we have worship that transforms us individually. And uh, going back to verse 3, Paul is speaking to and reminding himself, even as he's teaching, I'm speaking to you, speaking to me, out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me. And especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you, living then as every one of you does in pure grace, it is important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what God he does for us, not by what we are and what we do for God. And so when we sing, when we pray, uh, or we work, or we do anything for God, we receive words as something that is going directly into our own souls. And even the song that Jeff is going to talk about in a little bit, the chorus says, Great is your faithfulness to me. So when we're doing a practice of singing a song, when we're doing a practice of getting into prayer, when we're doing a practice even as Kathleen is going to bring us through at the end, we're we're reminding ourselves in all kinds of different ways that God, great is your faithfulness to me. We are giving thanks as we realize the transforming work that happens in a piece of art or the activity or the meditation that we're doing in that moment. And can you see how just our moving about the world is an act of worship? And the key to that is to recognize where we are directing our worship where we're directing and how we're directing the way that we're following God, the way that we're following Christ. And so it is our intention that directs it. It is us deciding to give our love, to give our thanks, to give our energies to God 
and to give our energies to the people of God. Because our work and our worship and our transforming practices are only part way if we don't recognize that they are to be given out to God. We receive from God that we might give out, that we might love and that we might serve and that we might grow. And so as we were talking about these things uh, again on Thursday night, um, Papa Jeff, as we like to call him, the wonderful Jeffrey Thomas, um, brought up, or Papa Smurf, or depending on whatever hat he's got on, you can bring up a new name. Um, He brought up this song, Promises, as a song that transforms his life every time he sings it. And um, Jeff, the man in the blue light or the no light, but he's going to have some light in just a second. Jeff, will you tell us a little bit about this particular song uh, and, and what this song has meant to you uh, as you worship and uh, as you're worshiping so that you can be changed directly by God in these practices? Well, the, the scripture that comes to me with this song is Hebrews 11.1. 1. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I kind of looked at it like this, is that faith is substance because of what God says. When God says something, it's going to come to pass. We say this word would not go out and return void. If we speak the word that he has, and and it's it's a promise that he's made to us, that he's going to perform exactly what he said he would do. I've seen it many times when people were sick or didn't have and God would come through every time even in my own life God would come through every time because his word is true it has substance it has substance it's weighty it's it's something that you depend on and don't have to worry about anything because God said it but it takes faith to do that now faith is the substance so that song right there it just lets me know that God he fulfills his promises he never lets you down he always do what he said and, and he always will stand behind what his word is. So if you're able, let's stand together and let's listen to these songs even with new ears. Seeing that where there's words from scripture and words of prayer that are meant to transform us individually. And let's sing these, this together. God of Abraham, God of covenant, faithful promises time and time again you have proven you'll do just what you said though the storms may come and the winds may blow I'll remain steadfast and let my heart learn when you speak the word it will come to pass great is your faith Oh, the earth. 
let's be seated. And we know, uh, you know, the one of our acts of worship uh, is by recognizing that that strengthens us to be involved in the things of the church. And also an act of worship is in giving into our offering. And so uh, I wanted to uh, invite uh, Kathleen Lorge to come on up. And she's going to tell us our next steps and lead us into our offering prayer. Um, and, you know, this is a different place than we normally have this in the service. But the way um, that I want us to recognize is the thi- all the things that Kathleen is going to announce are things that will transform our community. And so before we get into the fourth point in the message, we can continue to pray. You can write your prayers, light your candles, write your information down that you were taking of songs that you love, but be listening to the things that Kathleen has to announce for us as things that are transforming our hearts and our minds and transforming our community. Yes, thank you, Pastor Don. And um, yes, so we're, this is a, a continuation of worship, and um, we'll have the opportunity to give into the offering here in a minute. I'm going to pray for the offering, and um, we have baskets right here, one at the front, right up front here, and one right under the cross. If you're online and you want to uh, text, you can text to 84321, um, or you can go right online and give through that portal. But I also want to tell you of some other opportunities that you have here at Crossroads to continue your worship in God, and one of those is our food pantry. Tomorrow is food pantry, and we always love when we have that opportunity, yeah, to to love and serve our community through feeding them. And so after service, we're going to be clearing out this room as an act of worship. We can put our hands together and clear out this room so that we can create a pantry, a grocery store for people to come in and get some of their needs met with their food. If you can come and help us out tomorrow at 5.30, come right here and Peggy will give you a job. If you can stay for 10 minutes after service, 5 minutes, 10 minutes after service, we're just going to be taking the tables out and all of the centerpieces. We're going to be going over to that corner. And so many hands make light work, right? Yeah. Yes, and so we all know that if we have a household, that many hands make light work. So we hope that you'll join us in that act of worship. Uh, also wanted to tell you, let's see, what else is my next slide for? I know we had the food pantry. Of course, we have um, the children's uh, peace camp is still happening. So if your kids haven't taken part in that, you definitely want to go and um have the kids be a part of that. And fall is just around the corner, so we have our, our many small groups that are offering. So we have, um, we have the shape class we'll be doing. We have, uh, the gospel. Uh, many of you have been part of the gospel Bible study that Samuel has been doing. That will be resuming. We have groups for middle school kids. We have group for high school kids. We have groups for couples. We have groups for women. We have all kinds of different groups available. So if you want to check it out on our website, just go to uh, ccmonline.org and hit connect, and it will show you all the groups that are available, and we'd love to get you connected in there. So let's pray for our offering. Uh, Kathleen, I'm sorry yes. to me to cut you off, but I, I know I, I didn't print out the Next Steps news for Pastor Kathleen, so this is all that, my fault. That's okay. I usually can that's follow right. pretty well I, there, I think the there was one more that was really important, and that was the, the SAS volunteer recruitment. Yes. Okay. okay. So SAS volunteer recruitment. So uh, if you've been around here for a while, you know that this is this is a really important ministry that we um, are a part of here at Crossroads Church. Many of you have gone through this recruitment, and um, it's training so that you can become a um, an advocate 
for people that are um, survivors of um, sexual assault. And so there's all of the different ways that you can connect. You just have to be 18 or older, access to transport. transportation, and there's 30 hours of um, training, and they'll give it all to you. They'll give you all the information. We have flyers at the next steps. So if that's of interest to you, please take a flyer. There's a phone number on there. You can call, find out any information that you um, might need to make that decision. But that would be a really beautiful way to love and serve God through worship in um, serving people who are victims of of that kind of um, abuse. So We just pray, Father, for this opportunity that you have given us to love and serve you in our giving. And so as we give today um, in the offering, God, we just pray that you would um, bless this offering, that it would be used to further your kingdom. God, we thank you that there are so many needs in this region that we are able to um, provide for, even tomorrow, like the food pantry, that you have given us the resources so that we can love and serve our neighbors and we can love and serve our community. And I pray also for anyone in this room that is struggling financially, Father, we just pray that you would meet every need according to your riches and glory, that if there's needs people have today, that you would uh, show them your faithfulness in their finances. And we just pray over this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I see the sun waking up in the morning, reviving dreams. I feel the wind on my back with promise, reminding Amen, amen, amen. Well, thank you.
Kathleen, thank you for um, next steps and for our offering prayer, which leads us into worship that transforms a community. And we, um, we've seen the beauty of this happen and, and take place, especially over the last decade or so, in the beauty of the retreats that Pastor Claire, Pastor Scott have been leading us in, uh, and even in the ways of the tool that the Enneagram is for uh, just exploring our lives and our souls and the way that we're, we're made up. And it's part of the transforming nature of our church, and it's part of the transformation that happens in our community. And it allows us and helps us to go deeper uh, into our relationship with God and with others. Uh, ultimately, our lives are their most fulfilled when they're helping to transform the lives of others. Uh, Let me say that one more time. Ultimately, our lives are at their most fulfilled when they're helping to transform the lives of others. And there are songs in worship, and there are specific practices that help us to do just that, uh, to learn and to love and to grow in that very way. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, At the heart of the universe is a higher reality, God and God's kingdom of love, to which we all must be conformed. And conformed is a little old-fashioned word. It just means we're all brought together to be transformed as a community, tightly knit together. At the heart of the universe is a higher reality, God and God's kingdom, the God's kingdom of love, to which we all must be conformed. And then again, Paul helps us to see with such great depth through these verses, starting with verse 9, love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil and hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. That's a really good thing for community to remember. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert, servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in the hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. And again, be listening to this as words that we might say to one another to help in community transformation. Bless your enemies. No cursing under your breath. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy and share tears when they're down. That's important to remember because we shouldn't be trying to be falsely happy with those who just need us to cry with them and to love them and encourage them. Get along with each other. Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies and don't be the great somebody. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. And don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, God says. I'll take care of it. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, give him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him or her with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. Our community is transformed when we pray together, sing together, do work together. We serve together. 
We do lighting together. We ush together. We teach upstairs together. We shovel together. All these things. Our community is transformed when we do these things together. And part of the act of celebrating communion together, just as Jesus taught us to do, is to remind us that we're not alone in this thing. That even as uh, Jesus showed his disciples how to break bread with one another, we're to do that with each other, that we might encourage one another in godliness. We might encourage one another to do amazing things. And we learn these things in worship. And we learn these things in worship and in spiritual practices when we realize that they're not just this tiny thing of singing songs together on Sunday. Worship is everything that we are, everything that we do. It's about following Christ. And so uh, I asked my friends, uh, the Lynns, and I'm not sure if Matt was able to get, to, uh, uh, get her, one of his daughters. Ooh, awesome, bonus. It's always good when we get uh, our, our teenagers and preteens up uh, with us. So, Matt, you want to come on up or, and, uh, and lead us? Or is it just you, Matt? Who, who's with us today? Just, oh, well, that's what, let's hear it for just Matt. Just, we, um... Uh, Matt and Amanda, we're, we're going to be leading us in prayers of the people, but uh, Amanda is doing the work of caring for her friend uh, who is going through great pain. And, um, and so uh, we know that she's doing the work of worship this morning, and she's doing the work of service this morning, caring for her friend. And, but um, Matt, we're, we're grateful that, to have just you. Because just you, just you is more than is more than enough. I anyway, appreciate that. My um, one. my dear friend uh, Matt Lynn, and I, I don't say that as uh, uh, not knowing how to pronounce his name or anything. I, I mean it, Matt, my my friend, uh, my brother, my partner in so many things. I'm grateful to have you here to lead us in prayers of the people. Um, and if you'd like to stand with us, um, Matt will give you the instructions on the prayers that. Uh, we're going to pray together and the ones that he'll lead us in before we go into communion. But these prayers are a great way to prepare our hearts to lead us in communion. So uh, although I've already done it, will you, will you introduce yourself to these wonderful people? I absolutely will. So good morning, everybody. Good morning. My name is Matt Lynn, and I am honored and privileged to have the opportunity to uh, lead us in agreement together in these prayers of the people. But before I start, 1983, huh? 1983. That was a big year for Cindy Lauper, if I remember yeah, that. It, uh, yes, 90125, uh, U2 War, and the Police Synchronicity. Those are the three from 1983. So. I believe you got a tattoo of I, Synchronicity. I have, there you go. Yes, it's I, no, I'm not going to tell you where it is, but it, <laughs> no, there's no tattoos. No, sorry. Absolutely. Hi, Matt. <laughs> We're a little too close sometimes. Hey, man. It's good to see you. Hey, man, brother. You too, man. <laughs> so our response today will be, God, help us to love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone, and giving thanks for your presence in the world. So let's start out by saying that together if we can. God, help us to love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone, and giving thanks for your presence in the world. Loving one, we thank you for your presence in our lives. We are grateful for the ways that we can discover you in worship, in music, in prayer, and spiritual practices. 
Help us to continue to grow in the knowledge of all you are and let us be of service to your family, friends, community, and world. God, help us to love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone, and giving thanks for your presence in the world. Protecting God, we have seen so much trouble in the world even this week. We pray for your guidance and especially your protection throughout the world. Where there are wars and threats of conflict, we ask that you bring peace. We ask that you would protect and rescue those trapped in dangerous situations. God, help us to love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone and giving thanks for your presence in the world. We pray for Pastor Carlo, Gerline, and all of our sisters and brothers in Haiti. We pray for wisdom for all of the church and school leaders to be able to continue to get food and supplies to the children and families, even as it is too dangerous to gather in the schools. Bring an end to the violence and despair that has gripped Haiti. Oh, Lord, we pray. God, help us to love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone and giving thanks for your presence in the world. We pray for your church, oh God, your church throughout the world and individual churches like ours. Help us to bring reconciliation, restoration, and transformation through your strength to all who enter the doors of our church and churches everywhere. Let your church be known for love and hope and be a light to the world. God, God help, help us, us to love, love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone and giving thanks for your presence in the world. God, we pray for those who are sick today, and we lift up their names to you. And we pray for those in despair, sadness, and those who mourn today. We pray for them, and we lift them to you. God, help us to love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone and giving thanks to your presence in the world. Giver of love, grace, and peace, we take a few moments in the silence to ask your forgiveness. Pray love over our communities and give you thanks and praise. God, help us to love from the center of who we are, discovering beauty in everyone, and giving thanks for your presence in the world. Amen. Amen. And so if it's easier for you to sit to uh, prepare 
uh, your bread and uh, your juice, or if you want to remain standing, it's it's up to you. Um, and if there's, there's not enough of these cups that are set up at your table, um, I'm sure our friends can, can help you in the back, or or you can take a walk right back to those tables. But if you need help, um, uh, you can raise your hand right now, and we can try to get some more to you if you don't have them. But let's go ahead and remove that top plastic, that lovely crinkle that reminds us that it's time for communion. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's holiness in that. You know, even, even in the preparation of, a, of this cup for our receiving together, yeah, even in the, uh, the, the, the differences in the ways that we receive it, if we look at it as a way that God is ministering to us and even ways that God is keeping us healthy, there's, there's holiness in that. So it's a good thing. So let's just take, us a, f- let's take a few moments uh, and let's meditate upon the things that we have been learning and listening to and worshiping with already today. And let's prepare our hearts to receive communion. And why don't we just even take a few seconds. And if there's any things that we need just to ask God for forgiveness for or ask God for help for, or just for us to just receive peace in this moment, let's take a few moments to just rest and meditate with our God. Oh, God, we pray and we give thanks to you today and how grateful we are for any moment where we can be together to encourage one another. At times where we can sing and sing songs to you that recognize how good and lovely and wonderful you are, oh, God. And when we can encourage and challenge and pray for our neighbors and our friends and our family. And we know that it was on a... A very similar situation, even though a bit more fraught, because Jesus knew what was about to happen that evening, but he decided to be with his friends. Much like we're here together, we've decided to be with one another this morning. And we've decided to be here so that we can grow, decided to be here so that we can be changed and we can move in the things of God. But on that evening, as Jesus taught us to do today while they were eating, Jesus stopped and looked around the room and saw his friends that he loved so much. And he took a loaf of bread and he tore it apart and he gave thanks for it. And breaking that bread, he gave it to each of his disciples. And he said to each of them to take and eat. This is my body. And they may not have even known what they would know in the next day, what that all meant. But for us, we recognize that it signifies the great love that Jesus has for us. It signifies Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And so we can receive this bread today, knowing of the great love that God has for us. And so if we can repeat the words saying, Jesus, we remember you say that together. Jesus, we remember you. And let's take the bread together.
And in the same way, Jesus peeled the second plastic layer. He had the good stuff that night. We know that uh, it's said that Jesus took the cup. And again, I can only imagine the love that he had for his friends that day, but also the pain that he was going through because he recognized what he was about to go through. But he did it all because of his love and connection with God the Father and love for the people that were in that room and that would be in rooms like these for hundreds and thousands of years after. And Jesus took the cup, gave thanks, offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is the blood of my covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And whenever you do this, do this in remembrance of me. And we say together, Jesus, we remember you. Let's take the cup together. Come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly. In heart, and you will find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, for my yoke is easy. Pastor Kathleen to come up and and before we close to lead us in a spiritual practice and so let's um, listen in and join in with Pastor Kathleen. What a gift we've been given today! Thank you, Pastor Don. That was uh, amazing and incredible. And um, I just really want to take a few minutes to just all of us just close your eyes and. Reflect on all the gift that has been given to us today and the reminders that we are called and we are made for worship, that we are made to worship God. And as you consider all that we've learned today and all that was shared, uh, what are the practices that help you to 
elevate God in your life? What are the practices that recenter you to um, back to the place of being centered in Christ? And Pastor Don said you have a you have a note card, and I just really want to take this time because I don't want what we've been given today, the treasure that we've been given. I don't want it to um, to be gone, and I want you to really reflect on how God ministered to you today in even um, talking about um, vertically worshiping God. What practices help you to love and to honor and to worship your Father in heaven? What are those practices? Have they fallen by the wayside? Or are they practices that you need to recenter yourself and intentionally put those practices back in your life. And then when you think about worshiping horizontally, remembering that we are not alone, that there's someone else in the fire. And I was thinking about the moments that I've been in the fires of my life. And thanking God for the people that he brought in the fire with me. And how can I be a fire, in the fire with those? So maybe you're in the fire today and you need people to come alongside you. Maybe you know someone in the fire and you need to come along them. These are the moments that we are reminded that God has called us to worship him in serving others and in loving others. And whether we're on the mountaintop or whether it's the mountain that's in the way, that you are always there with us. And um, the loving and serving and encouraging one another in the stillness and so we remind it. We remember these things when we allow ourselves to be still, like Ryan was saying, and to not look to the next thing, but to settle in in these kinds of moments and allow God to minister and speak in the stillness and remind us that he is God and that that is where our faith is built and that's where we're transformed and that's where we have the heart to go from a place to love and serve those that God has called us to. So just take a minute and write down whatever God is ministering to you as you go forth this week with the gift that we've all been given as reminders of how present he's been to us and how present He has allowed others to be to us and how we can be an instrument in his hands. So I'd just like to pray and speak a blessing over you today before you go. And God, we, we, we do, we just come and we bring our everyday, our ordinary lives and we intentionally just fix our eyes on you where we remember that we are not alone, that you are always with us, that you have gone before us, that you have given people all around to surround us. And so, God, we just bring the best 
of who we are. We ask you to bring the best out of us and let our lives worship you in all the ways that we learned today, the ways that we were reminded today that our lives are um, instruments in your hands to worship you. And God, I just pray that everything that we put our hand to would be acts of worship, to love and serve you. And let us love from the center of who we are. And as a transforming community, that we would be um, transforming individually and transforming as a community as we go forth from this place and even beginning with transforming this room, that our hands and our bodies would be instruments to worship you in creating a space so that we can feed those that you love. We thank you for the gift of Pastor Don and for our worship team, and we are so grateful that they have given us their gifts so freely today. In Jesus' name, amen.